The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Rocco's are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. The following sound advice program was paid for by Eagle Rock Nutrition. The views and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, and advertisers of WMTR. It is always advisable to consult a professional before making a major medical decision. Time now for Eat Right with Laura. Here's Dr. Laura Rocco's. Welcome to Eat Right with Laura. My name is Laura Rocco's, and I am the owner of Eagle Rock Nutrition, an integrative healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle intervention strategy for disease prevention and health maintenance. We have a really good show tonight. We're going to be talking about sports nutrition and oxidative stress. So this is a topic that I give to my students, you know, in colleges all around New Jersey, and I do a lot of community events on this topic, so it's one of my favorites, especially because I love uh, athletics. So if you hear anything tonight that piques your curiosity, if you have a question about your own sports nutrition, please call us at 973-267-WMTR. That's 973-267-9687, in case you can't hear the the WMTR portion correctly. So what exactly is sports nutrition? So basically tonight, I'm going to be talking about what you should be eating and doing if you are uh, a seasoned athlete or even if you're just a sports enthusiast. Oh, before I get started, I have a few announcements that definitely border on sports nutrition. So uh, no matter what kind of an athlete you are, a weekend warrior or uh, an elite athlete, I invite you to participate in the Mayor's Day 5K run in the town where I live in Union, New Jersey. So I guess it's okay, even though the station is in one county and I live in another county, I can promote things in other counties, right? So uh, I invite you to run with me in this 5K race in Union, New Jersey. It's a great race. Uh, Lots of vendors. I'm giving out free stuff. So we have 70 vendors that are uh, supporting the event in Union, New Jersey. Uh, The date is September 24th. September 24th. Uh, The check-in time is at 7.45 a.m. And the run starts, the 5K race starts at 9 a.m. And there is a kids' fun run during the 5K race. If you'd like to sign up, go to the Union Chamber of Commerce website and you can just follow the instructions for signing up. As soon as you go to that website, you'll see it's the first thing that you'll see is the sign up for the 5K race. So please join us. Come out. Lots of free stuff. Um, and oh, by the way, as right races go, this is one is pretty economical. Uh, I believe that the uh, sign up fee that includes a T-shirt plus your shopping bags full of stuff it's $23 but if you're a student it's just $10 if you're a student and if you're in grades K through 5 uh, and you sign up early enough you can get the discounted rate of $6 so that's a pretty good deal for a race and not only are you going to get all the free free stuff in the bag but uh, vendors will be there handing out giving out food lots of food so it's a great great day and if the weather cooperates you'll have a really great time and the other thing that I want to announce, announce is an event that I personally am hosting at Eagle Rock Nutrition. So this coming Thursday, September 14th at 7 p.m., we are having a guided meditation with Chantel Adams. So I do every now and then like to throw in some mind-body work into uh, my my biz. So I've invited Chantel to come in and do a really nice guided meditation. Uh, we're going to have some light refreshments, and we're going to have a really great time. Um, and the top, the title of her her um, event is uh, using meditation to improve your health, and it really will. So if you'd like to learn more about that event, then go to my website, uh, eaglerock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K.com. And you can just send me a, 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 a you can fill out the form to express interest on going to the um, going to the guided meditation on Thursday night. All right, so now we're going to get started. So where do we start with sports nutrition? So what I need to do uh, is to tell you what you should be eating, and of course you need to be eating nutrients. And what kind of nutrients you should be eating? Uh, nutrients that give you energy 
and you should be eating nutrients that make your cells work optimally. So the nutrients that give you energy so that you can exercise are called the macronutrients. They're called macronutrients because they help you uh, make energy in the form of ATP. Those nutrients are something everybody knows. They're carbohydrates, they're proteins, and they're fats. So how much energy do they actually give you? So uh, unless you're one of my students, you probably don't realize that both carbohydrates and proteins give you the same amount of energy. They both give you four calories per gram. Fats give you more. They give you nine calories per gram. So you have to work a little harder uh, to burn them off. So uh, what I'm going to do is tell you exactly, you know, from a nutritionist perspective, what kind of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats you should be eating. And, of course, if you're an athlete, no matter what kind, we're going to be talking about water, how much water you should drink, and why you need it. And if there's enough time, I'll be talking about vitamins and minerals and the kind, what foods you can get those vitamins and minerals from and why you need them. So why do you need these nutrients? All right. Uh, so your needs really will vary depending on your goals of your fitness. So if you're a bodybuilder, you're doing exercises that make you stronger, that make your muscles larger. Uh, if you're an endurance athlete like a runner or a bicycle rider, then you're going to be building the kinds of muscles that combat fatigue. So they might not be as defined, but they'll carry you through your events a little bit longer. So I know everybody wants to know what should they be eating, but I always like to start with water just to get that out of the way because water is so critical for everyone, especially athletes. Now, my go-to, my go-to for water is everybody needs to drink eight cups of water a day. A cup is eight ounces. You need eight of them. That's 60 four ounces of water a day but you know do you drink it all at once do you drink it throughout the day just letting you know that whether you're just going to the gym to work out or whether you're actually going to an event um, you should be drinking before during and after and the amount yes the amount varies depending on how large you are but in general the 64 ounces is my go-to all right so if you're uh, you know a female you're a little bit smaller you know just drink you know a cup or two at a time uh, if you're a male, you'll need to drink a little bit more than that. But I guess what I really want to remind you is that you should be drinking water during your event. All right. So you definitely don't want to get de- dehydrated. Now, the thing about young people is that they tend to be stubborn and they don't recognize when they're thirsty. And that is because thirst lags behind fluid loss. So by the time you actually feel like you're thirsty, you're already getting dehydrated. So I just want you to know to drink water whether you feel like you need to or not. All right, now, okay, so the funny thing about water is, you know, is there a such thing as having too much? Well, the answer actually is yes. All right. If you're the kind of athlete that sweats a lot or you're working out really, really hard. So when you're sweating, what's happening? You're sweating. And what is in that sweat? There's uh, sodium in that sweat. All right. And so the sodium starts to get de- depleted if you're like an elite athlete and, you, you know, you operate like that. I'm not elite, but I do sweat a lot. All right. So what's happening is that you're sweating, you're losing sodium, and now you're drinking all this water or you have your parents on the sideline throwing these bottles of water in your face saying, here, drink water, drink water. And what's happening is all that water is diluting the concentration of the sodium, you know, in your body fluids. And so you're actually going to become uh, hyponatremic, right, which means that you don't have enough sodium and your electrolytes are going to be really off. So although I really want you to drink water, I really want you to think about your electrolytes. All right. You need to make sure that they're all in balance. You need to make sure that your your sodium and your your potassium are balanced. That's very crucial because if they're not, you're going to get heat cramps. 
All right. So last year, uh, I remember my um, son was running in a race. And when I came home from work, I asked him how he did. He uh, he had a, a, a DNF, you know, which is did not finish because all the kids were passing out. He was passing out. Some of the other elite runners were passing out. And what happened was it was a during the school year, they just got this sporadic, warm day where they were sweating and drinking too much water and ended up having an electrolyte imbalance. So on those kinds of days, you need to be taking in electrolytes. If you come to the office, come to Eagle Rock Nutrition. We'll talk about what kinds of electrolytes you should be drinking. Um, you know, I'm not really a big Gatorade fan. I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to drink Gatorade, but I could give you my, you know, what I think you should be drinking for electrolytes. And I'm just going to say that coconut water, although most people don't like the way it tastes, you know, when you're in a pinch, that will suffice for a good electrolyte fluid uh, to drink because if your electrolyte's off, all right, symptoms of hyponatremia include bloating, puffiness, confusion, you'll pass out, vomiting, headaches, seizures. Oh, the seizures, that's pretty serious. So you certainly don't want to have that. And what's really interesting um the next day when I was talking to my students about uh, hyponatremia and I used my son's track meet as an example, all the kids passing out, somebody in the class said, oh, I was in the park and I saw all these kids passing out. I wondered why there were so many ambulances in the park that day. So just be acutely aware of electrolytes, all right, because uh, that can really make or break your event. All right, so that's all I want to say about water and electrolytes. All right, now I'm going to get into nutrients. All right, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. So I'm going to start by saying something that I've probably said a couple of times on some of the other shows. All right, how many of these macronutrients do you need to have on board when you exercise? So uh, believe it or not, all right, when you are at rest, when you're not really moving around, when you're, when you're just at rest, say watching TV, just sitting around, your body is actually relying on fat. Your fat stores are just, you know, churning along, helping you stay afloat when you're at rest. All right. It's not really until you start moving around and walking and exercising at a moderate pace where you're actually burning, you know, half fats half glucose you know you're using the glucose to get going uh, are you using protein um not really so proteins are made up of amino acids and we really only use proteins to build muscle we don't really rely on them to make energy for our bodies um, so if you are breaking down protein to make energy it probably means that you're starving yourself so uh, breakdown of protein is not a good sign all right you want to use protein to build muscle all right now if you are a serious exerciser like you're in a really hard exercise class or you're out running you're biking, kind of full-on effort or a pretty intense effort, you're actually relying on your glucose stores. Glucose comes from carbohydrates, and you need to have glucose on board to fuel your exercise. Now, I will tell you, I'll mention now and I'll mention it later again, all right, that there are, you know, people that are like bodybuilders. So bodybuilders might follow a different regimen, all right, because they want to burn fat, you know, to, to make their bodies really, really lean. And in that case, they will rely on, a, you know, a high fat diet. But my talk today is just a what people need in general to be, you know, a an efficient athlete. So it looks like we have a call on line one, so I'm going to take that call. Again, um, if you'd like to call in and have a comment on electrolytes, uh, the call-in number is 973-267-WMTR. Welcome to Eat Right with Laura. Can you tell us who you are? Hi, this is Jonathan and Livingston. How are you? Great. Hey, Jonathan. Good to hear from you. Good. Uh, a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. One of them is, is um, uh, in order, it's like, it's, this is kind of a weekend warrior thing that people try to attempt, and I just wanted to share a, a personal experience, that in order for me to play basketball once or twice a week, which I do, I have to do other cardio in between that, because if I don't, 
then, you know, one could be sure and what have you. But I wanted to get you that your feelings or hear, hear what you thought about, you know, for the weekend warriors, I think he can do that. How important it is to stay in shape to be able to do that? I just want to know what you thought about that. Yeah, it's never a good idea to be a weekend warrior. <laughs> Right. All right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm an elite athlete, so it does, I'm not that person. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Well, I'm glad that you're you're going to learn a lot. If you listen to the rest of the show, you'll definitely learn a lot. But never really a good idea just to be a weekend warrior. And also, um, you know, for people that think that that's a good idea, I want people to understand that you should be getting 30 minutes of exercise every day. And it's actually even better to do that 30 minutes in 10-minute bursts. So if you feel like, well, I'm a weekend warrior because I don't really have the time, then just think about, like, doing something really quick, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon, 10 minutes at night. You know, definitely, like, you know, full-on 10 minutes every now and then. And even within that 10 minutes, just one-minute hard bursts are really going to be very effective. So, um, you know, if you're a weekend warrior, you're going to set yourself up for injury. But if you do the, you know, if you just do 10-minute bursts at a time, break it down. Like, I think on my website, I did, uh, I was, a couple of months ago, I was doing this uh, burpee challenge, do three sets of 10 burpees, 10 days in a row. I, I stopped doing it, but I, I, need, I need to go back to doing that because that was really super effective. Just that one thing that took less than 10 minutes was so super effective. So that's, You can make it into a contest, too. I did. I did. Uh-oh. Okay, All right, Jonathan. Another, another oh. question I have for you, and I'm hoping my wife is listening. That my wife is a uh, is a daily workout freak out of the house at 5:30 in the morning. One of those people. A gal right? after my own heart. Yeah. So, but I know for a fact that after she works out, she's not taking it enough. So if she hears it from you. Maybe it'll have an impact from her. I know she's not drinking enough or right drink the right thing. And I know for sure she's not eating enough after. Oh, definitely. We're going to do post-meal, post-workout meal planning. We're going to definitely get to that. But uh, since you asked me, I don't want you to have to wait for the answer. The answer is after you're done working out, you need to get in protein so that you're going to build those muscles more efficiently and you need to replenish your carbohydrate stores. All right. It, you know, I'm, and, and really depending on the kind of athlete you are, you don't really need to go all out. But, you know, my personally, I think after workout, you know, make yourself like a, a protein shake something that has some carbs and that has some protein in it if you need to eat something you can have like a, a you know a rat like a wrap with like maybe some 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 turkey or something vegetarian in there but you definitely need pro you know some s- soy on a wrap with you know with some lettuce and tomato you know you just want protein and carbs those are the two things that you need to have after you're done working out the protein is going to help you build your muscles more efficiently how do you build muscles when you're exercising rigorously your muscles incur tiny little tears and uh, over the course of the next 48 hours those tears are going to repair themselves and by the time they're done doing that your muscles will be larger well if you want that process to be more efficient then you want to you know have some you know protein after you're done working out even drinking uh, you know chocolate milk regular chocolate milk or chocolate soy milk um which ta- is kind of pretty tasty so that's my answer to that question which i will elaborate more in um you know in a, in about 10 minutes right well, last thing, i just wanted to say that uh, i love the show and i never ever really paid attention to all these things you talk about on a weekly basis other than like the uh what you're supposed to do in a pregnancy uh, um, <laughs> Go to the uh, podcast. I, Go back and listen I, to the I, podcast. I, I, I didn't get a lot out of that one personally, but my point is, is that I've gotten a lot out of so many of your shows, and it's great, and you're, you're so knowledgeable, and I enjoy listening to you. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Jonathan. And I, I enjoy your show, and I'm, as a result, I am like more. I, I, I'm more willing to read the sports section of the newspaper now. <laughs> great. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Bye bye. All right, so we're gonna we're focusing on carbs right now. So, so I'm telling you that if you need to exercise, you need to have glucose on board. All right, where is that glucose stored? All right, when you eat a meal, when you eat a meal that has carbohydrates, and I'm sure that every meal does, unless you're following a high fat diet, but every meal has carbohydrates. When those carbohydrates are broken down, all right, they're broken down into glucose. All right, you're either going to lose, use your glucose at that moment to exercise, 
all right? And any glucose that you're not using to run or whatever it is you're doing is going to get stored in your liver, all right? Your liver has a limited capacity to store glucose. It can only store about 2,000 calories, so to put that into perspective, 2,000 calories. A slice of bread is about 100 calories. So like that's, you know, 20 slices of bread. A piece of fruit is about 80 calories, a little bit more. I, I mean, well, a, a large piece of fruit is probably about 100 calories. So it's like 20 pieces of fruit. All right. So you eat that. And, you know, like some of these young kids, I've seen them, you know, they can go in there, go, go in that kitchen and just start chowing down on anything, just letting you know that your liver can only store 2,000 calories. Above that amount, the remainder gets stored as fat. All right, so you're eating food, you're eating carbs, breaking down to glucose. You're either going to use it to exercise or it's going to get stored in your liver, and the remainder is going to get stored as fat. And that's how you end up gaining weight when you exceed your capacity to store glucose. All right, so how are these nutrients going to fuel your exercise? So if you're an endurance athlete, right, um, so how will your different kinds of meals you know, fuel you. So if you're one of these athletes that's really focused on a high-fat diet, and that, to me, that would be like your bodybuilder, right? Uh, so like a ketogenic diet, which is like 80% fat. So if you're following a high-fat diet and you're an endurance athlete, you know, that's not really a suitable meal plan. That's only going to fuel you for about an hour, all right? If you're following a mixed meal diet that covers all your macronutrients, carbs, protein, and fat, that will give you enough fuel for about two hours or, or say, you know, running, all right? But if you're following a high-carbohydrate diet that's going to maximize your glucose stores, that will give you enough fuel for about three hours. Now, I don't really think that most of my listeners exercise that much, but I'm just letting you know that as I'm just trying to illustrate how carbohydrates give you a little bit more endurance. All right. So what kind of carbohydrates should you should be eating? So when people come to see me, they think I'm going to give, the, you know, tell them all these exotic kind of foods. And not really. I'm just going to tell you to eat foods that are pretty basic. So of the total number of calories that you're consuming, about 45% to 65% of those calories should be carbohydrates. You know, and of course, there's an exception if you're um, doing some, you know, following a high fat diet. But like suitable carbohydrates are just the things that, you know, are just good for you. So it could be a banana, some orange juice, some whole wheat toast, some oats. Oh, I love oats. Um, uh, some shredded wheat. For lunch, you might have some Greek yogurt or some grapes or some lentil soup. Um, for dinner, you might have some whole wheat pasta, sweet potatoes, so good. Um, uh, wild rice, brown rice, um, chickpeas, you know, a snack could be popcorn. It could be an oatmeal cookie, um, blueberries, some, you know, some, some roasted um, some almonds, you know, just simple things like that. But this is what I want to say, that if you're getting ready to exercise, do you really want to have solid food in your stomach while you're trying to exercise? If you have too much solid food in your stomach, what's going to happen is that when you hit the gym or when you hit the field, all right, your body is going to divert the energy that it would be using to help fuel your exercise to digest that food. So it's probably a good idea to not have anything, you know, too, like, you don't want to have too much fat for sure or, you know, fiber, fat and fiber take more energy to digest. So you don't really want too much of those things in your stomach, which is why before you're working out, I definitely recommend, you know, drinking a Drinking something, right? Drinking something, um, even, you know, a, you know, a protein shake, while you don't really need the protein, uh, for exercise, if it has, uh, you know, a nice pro, a carbohydrate profile in it, is something that you make yourself. Uh, the carbs, are, you know, will be easy to digest. And even that protein will, that's in that shake is going to be easy to digest. And if it has, and if it does have fiber, if it's a plant, Based protein shake, which is what I highly recommend, plant-based protein shake, that fiber will be easy to digest so will not interfere with your exercise.
All right, so I said that you want to fuel your body so that you have enough glucose to keep you going. So what happens if you're running a marathon or biking or, you know, we had our friend at the, the gym doing an Ironman triathlon, uh, which is really impressive, running. So what happens when you run out of glucose? So while you're metabolizing that glucose, all right, your body is not only converting the glucose to energy, in the form of ATP, but it's also converting glucose to lactic acid, lactic acid, and that's something that builds up in your muscles, and that's what causes the muscle cramps. So you definitely don't want that to happen. That's when you hit the proverbial wall. Been there, done that. Even though, now, one thing that I want to say that even though hitting the wall feels awful, even though it feels... Even though it feels awful, it's not going to hurt you. So the difference between an elite athlete and a non-seasoned athlete is that the elite athlete will just power through the the muscle cramps and keep going. Because eventually what's going to happen is your body is going to make glucose on its own. Uh, and, you know, the, the muscle cramp will go away. So if you hit the wall... Keep going. Now, I read today, I got a really interesting um, uh, message, uh, uh, post. I got a really interesting post in my email today on the benefits of polyphenols. So I wasn't going to try and get too sciencey on you all today, but polyphenols are chemical compounds in plants, in fruits mainly, so grapes, apples, pears, cherries, berries, 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 love blueberries, uh, also coffee, tea, red wine, chocolate, who doesn't love chocolate, cinnamon, legumes, and nuts, so polyphenols, so read today that they may enhance your endurance and delay time to exhaustion, so if you are planning on doing something that's going to keep you out there for a long time, definitely think about having some grape, grapes and apples and fruit on board um, and have some, you know, a little bit of chocolate on board. Everybody likes that, you know, and some nuts. That will keep you going longer. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about lipids and then proteins. Paleo, gluten-free, ketogenic, eating for your blood type, and the list goes on and on. There are millions of fad diets out there, but what really works? Did you ever consider consulting an actual doctor? That's why you need Dr. L. Dr. Laura Rocco's at Eagle Rock Nutrition is a food scientist with over 30 years of experience helping people improve their health. Eagle Rock Nutrition is a healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle guidance for disease prevention and health maintenance. She will help you use diet and exercise to improve your overall health and fight disease. Conditions that may be addressed include diabetes, heart disease, obesity, autoimmune diseases, poor gut health, and fertility. Dr. L also has a very popular sports nutrition program. Get started today. Book an appointment at EagleRock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K.com. Or call 908-764-9062. 908-764-9062. Let Dr. L develop a personalized health plan that's right for you. Eat right with Laura. Most services are covered. Covered by Medicare, Medicaid, and private health insurance. The Entrepreneurial Think Tank for Women, or ETT Women, is a support network to help female entrepreneurs grow their business. Founders Vanessa Coppice and Lynette Barbieri share their vision of mentoring women to achieve their personal and business goals. Members attend live or virtual meetings, as well as their annual conference, The Power of Connections, scheduled for November 3rd to the 5th at the Holiday Inn in Clark, New Jersey. For more information, please visit ettwomen.com. That's ettwomen.com. W-O-M-E-N dot com. E-T-T Women. Together we achieve more. The Entrepreneurial Think Tank for Women, or E-T-T Women, is a women's networking organization committed to helping entrepreneurs grow their business. Members network with intention. Whether you are a seasoned professional or just getting started, let the Think Tank work for you. To learn more about E-T-T Women or to attend an event, please visit ettwomen.com. That's E-T-T-Women, W-O-M-E-N dot com. We keep the oldies rocking every day, all day. And now, we're going to rock the links. We're going to rock the links. It's a day of golf with Classic Oldies 1250 WMTR. WMTR's fifth annual Rocks the Links charity golf tournament. Powered by John Johnson Automotive Group with portions of all proceeds benefiting the GI Go Fund. 
Grab your clubs and get back on the greens with us on Monday, September 25th at the beautiful Panther Valley Country Club in Alamuchi, New Jersey. We'll start with a barbecue lunch, then tee off at 1 p.m. Golfing, prizes, and surprises, and you'll enjoy cocktails afterwards at our awards banquet. WMTR's 5th Annual Rocks Point Charity Golf Tournament. Panther Valley Country Club, Monday, September 5th. Get registered now at WMTRAM.com. Powered by John Johnson Automotive Group. Serving the automotive needs of North Jersey with dealerships in Bud Lake, Hackettstown, and now open in Washington. Online at johnjohnsonautogroup.com. And by Arthur's Tavern, voted one of the best places in the U.S. for steaks and burgers. Cuddy Sark, we give it to you straight. Plymouth Rock Assurance, a better way to do home and auto insurance. Subaru of Newton and Morristown Lumber, serving the community since 1928. Broadcasting live from the Hilltop Nissan Studios, Classic Oldies, WMTR Morristown, a Beasley Media Group station. Welcome back to Eat Right with Laura. My name is Laura Roccos, and today we are talking about sports nutrition and oxidative stress. Uh, so if you've heard anything on the show so far that piques your curiosity, give us a call. Ask us a question. Just the call-in number is 973-267-9687. That's 973-267-9687. And before I get started, I just want to thank the wingman. My, my new wingman tonight is doing a great job in the control room helping me with the calls and keeping me up on board so uh the next topic that we're going to move on to is talking about fats so if you're an athlete what kind of fats should you be eating um now i mentioned earlier that some bodybuilders might be following what's called a ketogenic diet which is a very high fat diet like very very high fat like 80 percent fat 15 percent protein five percent carbohydrates so that is useful in certain cases, in certain circumstances, but it's certainly not a strategy that's long-term. Um, if you're eating that much fat, that means that you're not eating enough fruits and vegetables. If you're not eating enough fruits and vegetables, it's not. it means that you're not getting enough fiber. And if you're not getting enough fiber, you're going to get a wicked case of constipation. So you definitely don't want to encounter that. And also, if you're not eating fruits and vegetables, then you're not going to be getting enough phytonutrients, disease-fighting chemicals, that are found in healthy food. So you're going to have to really figure out a strategy to enhance the uh, nutritional content of that ketogenic diet. So tonight I'm really just talking to my tried and true athletes, whether you're an elite athlete or a weekend warrior. Um, and I really like to see something that's a little bit more well distributed across your carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. So carbohydrates, as I said earlier, should be roughly 45% to 65% of your total calorie intake. Fats should be about 10% to 30% of your total calorie intake. And where should those fats come from? Well, the healthiest fats are, as you all know, are the uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids and monounsaturated fatty acids. Um, these have these kinds of fats have what's called omega-3, omega-3 fatty acids, which are my favorite kinds of fats to talk about because they have tremendous anti-inflammatory properties properties and the omega-3s right can be found in anything from fish or you can get it from flaxseed or if you're um also so flaxseed is a vegan vegetarian source you can also get it from algae algae basically a pond scum uh, but that's actually what the fish eat so that they can make the omega-3 fatty acids all right now, there are some other um, polyunsaturated fatty acids that are good for you, all right, but you don't need as much of them. So if you eat a lot of processed food, anything in a package, usually those packaged foods have um, more polyunsaturated fatty acids that are derived from omega-6. So while some omega-6 is good, a lot of omega-6 is not so good, can be pro-inflammatory, so cause inflammation. So I want everybody out there, whether you're an athlete or not, just to know that I really don't want you to see you eating lots of processed foods, lots of foods and packages. Usually if it comes in a package, then there's a lot of omega-6 in there. All right, so... 
And I also said earlier that fats are hard to digest. They, they take a lot of effort to digest them. So you don't really want to have a lot of fats on board before you go out there to, to do your workout. So just be aware of that. But of course, when you're done, um, I want you to have some healthy fat. Where do healthy fats come from? Healthy fats come from olive oil and olives. They come from avocados. So avocados are not, um, in my, in my dietary strategy, I don't count them as a fruit or a vegetable. Avocados count as a healthy fat. Uh, you want fats from nuts and seeds. And if you're not a vegetarian, you need healthy fat from fish. All right, so I'm going to move right on to protein because I really want to get to oxidative stress. So I said earlier that protein from your diet is used to build muscle. All right, it's not used to make exercise, to make energy. All right, so um, when do you want to be consuming protein? You want to be consuming protein within two hours, within two hours of your exercise. And that's only if you've actually exercised rigorously enough to even build muscle. Like if you're really, if you're like, you know, if you're one of these people that gets on the treadmill or gets on the bicycle and just kind of like hums along, you're probably not stressing your muscles enough to make them get bigger. And I do notice this, that when I, I look, love watching marathons on TV. I'm a huge fan of watching the New York City Marathon on TV. And I, lately in the past couple of years, I just noticed that a lot of the runners, not the elite runners that cross first, but the late, the runners that finish later, even though they've run 26 miles, um, they really haven't, they're really, they're really not looking too muscular to me. And that's because they're just running too much and not doing the kinds of exercises that help you build muscle. The kinds of exercises that are going to help you build muscle are weight bearing, weight bearing like push-ups and burpees and mountain climbers and squats and lunges. And of course, lifting weights all right so if you want to have big muscles those are the kinds of things that you do and your body will build those muscles for up to two days after your workout all right but you have two hours uh to replenish the protein so that your muscles build faster all right so where do you want to get those proteins from proteins can come from animal sources or they can come from uh vegetable sources so animal sources i don't have to elaborate you know that they that's any kind of meat or cheese or eggs, uh, I really like to see everyone eating more plants. So first off, you know, soybeans are an excellent source of protein because the protein in soybeans is complete. Soy is the only complete plant-based source of protein, which means that it contains the same amino acid composition as animal protein. Now, it's not to say that it's the only plant-based protein I want you to eat, but if you're limiting your protein, it's the only one that's going to give you all your aminos. Uh, if you're not eating soy because of you have a food allergy, so soybeans are the fourth most common food allergy, so if you're allergic to soy, that's certainly a problem. I just want you to know that you can get protein from lots of vegetables, and just so long as you eat a variety of vegetables uh, and whole grains, a variety of vegetables and whole grains, you'll eventually get all of your amino acids. All right, so that's what you should be eating. Uh, so that really begs the question that if you're an athlete, should you be really taking a protein or an amino acid supplement? Well, if you're a healthy athlete, to me, that means that you have a good appetite and you eat a large variety of foods. So if you have a healthy diet, well, come to see me and I'll give you a healthy diet. So if you have a healthy diet, that means that you're getting enough protein and you're getting a good even distribution of your amino acids. Uh, if you're taking a supplement, all right, what's going to happen? Now, if you're taking an amino acid supplement, that one or maybe two amino acid is going to throw off the entire profile of your amino acids. Your body wants to have have a certain ratio of your all your aminos. If you take a supplement, it's going to throw off the ratio, and what's going to happen is your body is going to waste protein, and you don't want that to happen. Your body is going to steal the amino acids from your muscles to make your amino acid supplement in line with all the others. And what will happen is you'll start to excrete, you're going to excrete, you know, protein in your urine just to make 
whatever is remaining more balanced. All right. Do you need to take, you know, do you need to take added protein supplements? Uh, if you're getting protein from your diet, if you're getting complete proteins from your diet, animal protein or plant-based based proteins like soy, you don't really need, you know, any, you know, creatine or anything like that. All right. So oh, I, I guess I do want to say something about creatine, that uh, that's something that some athletes might take because they think that it's going to um, help them with their m- muscle building. But that is something a uh, creatine is not really an amino acid, but it's like an amino acid. It's something that your body makes on its own. So if you're a healthy athlete, you probably don't really need to take that. All right. So that really covers my macronutrients. I really want to get into the oxidative stress part of being an athlete right now because this is what's really going to pique your curiosity all right so you use your macronutrients to make energy uh, energy in the form of atp but a side product when you make atp a side product of atp production is something called wait for it free radicals All right. And free radicals, you know, damage your DNA. Now, a few free radicals are good. Your body, you know, needs the bad things just to keep it on its toes. But if you're an elite athlete and you're really making a lot of ATP, then you're probably making a lot of free radicals and like I said, free radicals will damage your DNA. So, Here's a little factoid about ATP production. Where does your body make the ATP? All right, your cells, right? ATP is made by an organelle in your cells called the mitochondria. And interestingly enough, I might have said this maybe a few shows ago, that the DNA to make mitochondria comes exclusively from your mother. So maybe you did not know that your athletic prowess comes exclusively from your mother. You may get your physical attributes to be a good athlete from both your parents, but your ability to be an elite athlete comes from your mother. So uh, everybody thinks that that's really interesting. So what's happening with all these free radicals? In addition to damaging DNA, because they're made by the mitochondria, also going to destroy your mitochondria. And when you don't really have a lot of mitochondria, right, you're not going to be able to make ATP. You're going to not be very energetic. You're going to lack energy, and you will sustain muscle damage. And this is something that actually happens with elite athletes. Uh, you know, these uh, you know uh, ultra marathon runners and the, the bicycle riders that ride in that tour de france uh this is something that happens to them and over time they incur so much mitochondrial damage that they can't even you know run 10 feet they can't even get on a bicycle and turn the wheel once that's how damaging this can be. Now, other more subtle signs of oxidative stress are just muscle soreness. Like when you wake up in the morning, I think Jonathan said something about muscle soreness. When you wake up in the morning, those sore muscles, that's a sign of oxidative stress. If you have damaged tendons, I have a lot of damaged tendons in my feet. Um, if you feel like you're getting a cold, like maybe like you have a race and the next day you feel like you're getting a cold, that's a sign of oxidative stress. Interesting about that feeling, though, is that maybe like two or three days later, you won't really get the cold, and that's because your body repaired the oxidative stress. Right Now, another example of this oxidative stress is uh, when you oxidize fats like cholesterol. So I just want to bring this anecdotal incidents up so i'm really intrigued by all these elite athletes like these marathon runners like greta weitz who died of cancer and jim fix who had a heart attack he was a runner and also um uh 
the the trainer on The Biggest Loser who had a massive, uh, but not mortal, thank goodness, um, heart attack. So what's happening with all these elite athletes? Um, my guess is that they're sustaining just too much oxidative stress damage that they are not addressing through their diet. So with the heart attack, why would a runner have coronary heart disease? All right, well, Here's what I want to say about high levels of cholesterol. All right. Cholesterol, whether the levels are high or not, is not really threatening, doesn't really contribute to coronary heart disease unless the bad cholesterol, and everybody knows that the bad cholesterol is LDL cholesterol. All right. LDL cholesterol is not bad unless it becomes oxidized. And how does it become oxidized? Um, one of the ways, one of the ways, in addition to a durable diet, is through uh, free radicals from exercising too much, right? All those free radicals will oxidize your lipid, lipids, right? The bad cholesterol, and the bad cholesterol will turn into plaques, all right? So if you are an elite athlete, you really need to be paying attention to your diet, all right? You cannot reverse the effects of oxidative stress by taking ibuprofen in the morning that's probably just going to increase the damage all right you can't take there's no supplement that's going to reverse this all right but what you can do is be acutely aware of your diet you need to be eating more fruits and vegetables that are high in phytonutrients so what's a phytonutrient phytonutrient it's a chemical made by plants, that's why it's called phyto, it's a chemical made by plants that protect the plants from disease. And you eat the plants, and they protect you from disease. And what's interesting about fruits and vegetables is that you're not really getting, you know, one phytonutrient or ten. You're getting more like tens of thousands. Right? So, probably my the the best thing that I could tell you to do is to eat an apple every day. Reverse that oxidative stress. All right. So Jonathan already called and asked about what he should be eating after he's done working out. So I'm going to reiterate what I said. All right. You want to eat more carbohydrates from fruits and vegetables, mostly from fruits, to replenish those glycogen stores in your liver so that you have more glucose on board to fuel your next workout. All right, you want to have some protein on board so that building your muscle is more efficient. And, of course, you want you want every meal, whether it's before your workout or after your workout, to be hydrating. So that's another reason why I love drinking protein smoothies. You know, not too much protein, but some protein before or after because you're getting lots of really nice fluids, something that's easy to digest. Um, oh, also, by the way, you know, a protein shake that you're drinking uh, doesn't have to, definitely don't want to have too much protein on board. Maybe I didn't say this, but the average person is only capable of digesting about 17 grams of protein per meal. A lot of my athletes will look at something that I recommend and say, oh, this only has 20 grams of protein. It's not enough. I need like 50. Well, if you're going to drink something in like 10 minutes that has 50 grams of protein, you're probably going to waste half of that. Most of that is not going to be used to help you build muscle. So really don't want to have more than, say, you know, I'm thinking 15 to 20 grams per meal, you know, is a good amount. You want whatever you're, you're consuming before or after to be hydrating. And certainly before, you want your protein drink to be you know, adequate in carbohydrates, about 25 grams of carbohydrates, and you want it to be low in fat, right? So if you're drinking something that's got full fat in it, that's going to slow you down, all right? So if you come to the office, come to Eagle Rock Nutrition, go to the website, com. go to the website, make an appointment, 
and I will develop an awesome meal plan for you for before workout and after workout. Okay, so uh, since we do have some time left, I'm going to talk about vitamins and minerals. Usually part of the boring part of this uh, presentation, but just so that you know, if you if you're eating enough food, you will get an adequate supply of all your vitamins and minerals. But uh, one vitamin that's super duper important is vitamin D. All right, you need the vitamin D because vitamin D functions more like a hormone than a vitamin because most vitamins function more like uh, cofactors that help your enzymes. But vitamin D is something that actually looks like cholesterol, believe it or not, and it functions like a hormone to help your body absorb calcium from your diet. Right? As an athlete, you definitely want to have strong bones, Right, And that's only going to happen if you have enough vitamin D. And that's the one time when I might recommend a supplement. Um, so when you're young, you're outside, where do you get vitamin D from? You're getting it from the sun. So vitamin D is the sun vitamin. Uh, you need to be outside for a certain period of time, depending on uh, the color of your skin. That will dictate how much time you need to spend outside uh, to make the vitamin D. So actually, how does that, that happen? The sun shines on your skin and converts a cholesterol-like intermediate through your liver and your kidneys. So you have to have healthy liver and kidneys. Converts that cholesterol-like intermediate into vitamin D3, which is then going to help you extract calcium from the food that you're eating to help you have strong bones. Right. Some of the other things that um, athletes need to have on board for muscle contraction, your heart, right, and the muscles throughout your body, uh, two minerals that you need for optimal muscle contraction, magnesium, all right, and potassium. Those are two minerals that you need to have for muscle contraction, all right, and where do you get these things from, all right, so the magnesium, all right, you can get that from yogurt, you can get it from legumes, all right, and if you're eating cereal, you know, the cereal comes from whole grains, grains grow on the ground, lots of minerals and whole grains, so whole grain bread, whole grain cereal, and um, Really, anything that crawls along the bottom of the ocean, right, has a lot of minerals, like oysters, clams. They're all sitting on the bottom of the ocean, and there's lots of minerals down there. So when you're eating things like that, you're definitely getting lots of magnesium, potassium. Potassium is found in abundant amounts in anything that's good for you. So I know you all know that bananas are high in potassium, which is why they're a really good thing to eat after you're done working out. But also potatoes. Believe it or not, a baked potato has twice as much potassium as a banana. Lots of potassium in orange juice and fish and avocados. Avocados, avocados, they are a superfood. Um, can't get enough of them. Also, um, in, in, you know, beans. So really, potassium should not be a hard mineral to get from your diet so long as you're not eating tons of foods that's found in packages. All right. And finally, I'm going to end on iron. All right. If you're an athlete, you need iron. All right. Iron, um, carries oxygen to your muscles. It is a mineral of concern for female athletes, runners in particular, because when you think about it, all these runners are, you know, hitting the ground with their feet pretty hard. Every time your feet slams into that ground, your red blood cells, which is where the iron is carried in the hemoglobin of your red blood cells, every time your feet hit the ground, your red blood cells burst and you lose iron. And that coupled with your cycle, your female cycle, is going to contribute to iron loss. So you might need to be taking a multivitamin that has iron. And here's a tip for you. Vitamin C, also a tip for my students because this question always shows up on my exams. Vitamin C, uh, and where can you find vitamin C? Everybody knows oranges, oranges, um, help to enhance iron absorption. So vitamin C enhances iron absorption. That's why they give you oranges when you cross the finish line at most races. But another great source of vitamin C are red peppers. And I'm just saying that because I had one. It was the last thing I ate before I left my office to come here. All right, so uh, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. I want to reiterate that if you are an athlete, 
I want to invite you all to come out and join me at the Mayor's Day 5K race in Union, New Jersey on September 24th. That's a Sunday. So Sunday's a great day for racing. All right. Sunday, September 24th. The check-in time is at 745. The run starts at 9 a.m. Lots of giveaways, big shopping bags full of stuff, lots of vendors giving out stuff. It's going to be a great race. There's a kid's run. Um, the, uh, the the registration fee is twenty three dollars, and you get all that stuff if you're an, if you're a student, uh, which includes uh, a college student. So if you're a Kane University college student, or you're a student a student up to the age of eighteen, the registration fee is just ten dollars. That's a great price for all this stuff and the fun time that you're going to have running the race. Uh, and if you're between if you're between the ages of K or grades K through grade five and you register early enough, you'll get a special discount and the price will just be six dollars. I'd also like you to uh, so go to the go to the Union Chamber of Commerce website. To sign up for that race, just Google Union Chamber of Commerce. And as soon as you get to the website, you'll see the registration right there. All right. I'd also like to invite you all to a guided meditation that I will be hosting with um, life coach, health coach, uh, Chantel Adams, who's going to lead us on a lovely, lovely guided meditation on Thursday, this coming Thursday, September 14th. At Eagle Rock Nutrition, so at my office at 7 p.m., refreshments will be served. If you'd like to learn more about the event, go to my website, and you can send me a message saying that I'm interested. And finally, I just want to end to remind everybody to definitely listen to the show next week where we're going to be talking about eating for a healthy brain. You are going to love this topic. We're going to be talking about so many interesting things. We're going to talk about nutrients for cognitive development in the young, cognitive development in the old, people that suffer from cognitive um, conditions such as autism and autism spectrum disorder. Uh, this will also border on the topic that we talked about a few weeks ago, which was uh, drug addi- addiction, and we'll also talk about depression and anxiety. So these are topics that are really going to resonate with everyone. So I hope you listen in to Eat Right with Laura next week. Remember the call-in number. Uh, anytime you hear anything that piques your curiosity, call in. The call-in number is 973-267-9687. And also, if there are any shows that you'd like to listen to that have happened in the past, you can go to the WMTR website and listen to the podcasts. All my shows are pre-recorded, so go to the WMTR web, uh, uh web page that's wmtram.com and navigate so if you're writing this down navigate to features then to sound advice because eat right with laura is part of the sound advice series so go to sound advice and as soon as you go into sound advice just scroll down and just until you see my picture and then you can access all the podcasts so i hope you enjoyed the show tonight if you're a student athlete uh definitely contact me and i can develop a really awesome meal plan for you all right so go to the website eaglerock.com that's e-g-g-l R-O-C-K dot com and book an appointment today. Thank you all. Have a good night. Paleo, gluten-free, ketogenic, eating for your blood type, and the list goes on and on. There are millions of fad diets out there, but what really works? Did you ever consider consulting an actual doctor? That's why you need Dr. L. Dr. Laura Rocos at Eagle Rock Nutrition is a food scientist with over 30 years of experience helping people improve their health. Eagle Rock Nutrition is a healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle guidance for disease prevention and health maintenance. She will help you use diet and exercise to improve your overall health and fight disease. 
disease. Conditions that may be addressed include diabetes, heart disease, obesity, autoimmune diseases, poor gut health, and fertility. Dr. Rao also has a very popular sports nutrition program. Get started today. Book an appointment at EagleRock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K.com. Or call 908-764-9062. 908-764-9062. Let Dr. L develop a personalized health plan that's right for you. Eat right with Laura. Most services are covered by Medicare, Medicaid, and private health insurance. The Entrepreneurial Think Tank for Women, or ETT Women, is a support network to help female entrepreneurs grow their business. Founders Vanessa Coppis and Lynette Barbieri share their vision of mentoring women to achieve their personal and business goals. Members attend live or virtual meetings as well as their annual conference, The Power of Connections, scheduled for November 3rd to the 5th at the Holiday Inn in Clark, New Jersey. For more information, please visit ettwomen.com. That's ettwomenwomen.com. ETT Women. Together we achieve more. The Entrepreneurial Think Tank for Women, or ETT Women, is a women's networking organization committed to helping entrepreneurs grow their business. Members network with intention. Whether you are a seasoned professional or just getting started, let the think tank work for you. To learn more about ETT Women or to attend an event, please visit ettwomen.com. That's ettwomenwomen.com. This Saturday at 11 a.m. on WMTR, catch All Access with State Theater New Jersey, the new radio show that brings you the best arts and entertainment news from Central Jersey. Hear artist interviews, updates on what's new and exciting in arts and live entertainment, and hear about upcoming events that you just can't miss. It's All Access with State Theater New Jersey, Saturdays at 11 a.m. on Classic Oldies WMTR. This week on All Access, we chat with comedian and Saturday Night Live alum, Jim Brewer. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Rocco's are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. The preceding sound advice program was paid for by Eagle Rock Nutrition. The views and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, and advertisers of WMTR. It is always advisable to consult a professional before making a major medical decision.